When the snowflakes came down against the small leaded window panes and shut out the light, the tailor had done his day's work. All the silk and satin lay cut out upon the table. There were twelve pieces for the coat, and four pieces for the waistcoat, and there were pocket flaps and cuffs and buttons, all in order. For the lining of the coat there was a fine yellow taffeta, and for the buttonholes of the waistcoat there was cherry-coloured twist. And everything was ready to sew together in the morning, all measured and sufficient, except that there was wanting just one single skein of cherry-coloured twisted silk. The tailor came out of his shop at dark. No one lived there at night but little brown mice, and they ran in and out without any keys. For behind the wooden wainscots of all the old houses in Gloucester, there were little mouse staircases and secret trap doors, and the mice run from house to house through those long, narrow passages. But the tailor came out of his shop and shuffled home through the snow, and although it was not a big house, the tailor was so poor he only rented the kitchen. He lived alone with his cat. It was called Simpkin. Meow, said the cat when the tailor opened the door. Meow. The tailor replied, Simpkin, we shall make our fortune, but I am warned you are raveling. Take this groat, which is our last fourpence, and Simpkin, take a china pipkin. But a pennyworth of bread, a pennyworth of milk, and a pennyworth of sausages. And, oh, Simpkin, with the last penny of our fourpence, buy me one pennyworth of cherry-coloured silk. But do not lose the last penny of the fourpence, Simpkin, or I am undone and worn to a threadpaper, for I have no more twist. Then Simpkin again said, Meow, and took the groat and the pipkin, and went out into the dark. The tailor was very tired and beginning to be ill. He sat down by the hearth and talked to himself about that wonderful coat. I shall make my fortune to be cut bias. The mayor of Gloucester is to be married on Christmas Day in the morning, and he hath ordered a coat and an embroidered waistcoat. Then the tailor started, for suddenly, interrupting him, from the dresser at the other side of the kitchen came a number of little noises. Tip-tap, tip-tap, tip-tap-tip. Now what can that be? said the tailor of Gloucester, jumping up from his chair. The tailor crossed the kitchen and stood quite still beside the dresser, listening and peering through his spectacles. This is very peculiar, said the tailor of Gloucester, and he lifted up the teacup which was upside down. Out stepped a little live lady mouse and made a curtsy to the tailor. Then she hopped away down off the dresser and under the wainscot. The tailor sat down again by the fire, warming his poor cold hands. But all at once from the dresser, there came other little noises. Tip-tap, tip-tap, tip-tap-tip. This is passing extraordinary, said the tailor of Gloucester, and turned over another teacup, which was upside down. Out stepped a little gentleman mouse, and made a bow to the tailor. And out from under teacups, and from under bowls and basins, stepped other and more little mice, who hopped away down off the dresser and under the wainscot. The tailor sat down, close over the fire, lamenting, One and twenty buttonholes of cherry-coloured silk, to be finished by noon of Saturday, and this is Tuesday evening. Was it right to let loose those mice, undoubtedly the property of Simpkin? Alack, I am undone, for I have no more twist. The little mice came out again and listened to the tailor. 
they took notice of the pattern of that wonderful coat. They whispered to one another about the taffeta lining, and about little mouse tippets. And then suddenly, they all ran away together down the passage behind the wainscot, squeaking and calling to one another as they ran from house to house. Not one mouse was left in the tailor's kitchen when Simpkin came back. He set down the pipkin of milk upon the dresser and looked suspiciously at the teacups. He wanted his supper of fat little mouse. Simpkin, said the tailor, where is my twist? But Simpkin hid a little parcel privately in the teapot and spit and growled at the tailor. And if Simpkin had been able to talk, he would have asked, where is my mouse?